Welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Craig. And honestly, you know, it feels like forever since we've recorded. Um, yeah, it does, doesn't it? feels yeah. like... Why is... it's? It feels like it's been like weeks or a month or so. I don't know. I, had, I honestly had to go back on our... Back. Uh, SoundCloud page just to make sure that there wasn't a chance that we missed last week. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? But yeah, I, I do know it's a little bit longer this week because uh, we were supposed to record last night and I accidentally fell asleep and we so we had to push things back. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it just feels so long. Uh, last week was the first week we only did one episode. And so we did it earlier in the week, and now since we're doing a little bit later, it's uh, it's been forever since we've taken seven slash eight or maybe nine days in between episodes. Still putting out every week, but yeah, I mean it, that was before the season began. So, right, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's maybe it's the season, maybe it's the you know because it's snowing really bad here. I don't know what it is, but. And maybe the fact that Michigan football is done, you know, we didn't, there was nothing last weekend. So it kind of felt like a long, 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 long weeks. So. Yeah, a- after the uh, bowl announcement, it kind of dropped off. I mean, still things going on and still things that we'll talk about. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's that lull. Uh, in between the regular season and the postseason, uh, where a lot happens. And actually, for me, I was just telling this to Craig before we got started. I don't know how useful I will be tonight, in all honesty, just because this is the busy time of the year for me for work. And so, honestly, this month of December, I've been, I haven't been living under a rock, but I feel like I have from what is to me my lack of knowledge of the details of what's going on with Michigan football right now. Uh, I'm keeping up with it, but even we, uh, I think you were part of it, Craig, but there was a conversation going on Twitter uh, with some people and everything. And somebody mentioned, why is Caleb so late to this conversation? (laughs) Honestly, completely. It's because of, I mean, like that's how things have been with my job right now, where I've just been out of it. I've not been replying as quickly as usual. I've been, all over the place because we have some big projects that go on around the holidays. So anyways, enough about work because uh, constantly like, you know, wait, you're, there's just so many little things going on with Michigan football at this moment. So, and there's not, you know, obviously a couple big things, but then there's some small little things moving, a lot of moving pieces, you know, there's a lot of little moving pieces going on with Michigan football. And I think for the better, but you know, it's hard to keep track. It seems like every day there's at least one or two things that are creeping out. And, you know, you and I will try to address them and talk about it and get our, get give our opinion about it. So, Yeah, well, there certainly was one big thing since the last time we recorded. Yeah. And um, that, by now, everybody should have heard about, uh, unless you are literally living under a rock. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Shea Patterson with his transfer was the biggest thing. And it was, it was one of those things that, I, I don't know, it didn't really create a splash because it was kind of odd because it seemed like everybody knew it was a done deal before it was a done deal. 
Right. So, I mean, but still big impact and a lot uh, said about it. So, uh, Craig, uh, do you want to start that conversation? Well, Shay is obviously fantastic uh, transfer. And you, you know, and obviously there's, you know, there's, it's not any surprise, you know, what my opinion is on transfers in the very beginning. Um, I, I didn't. Just the fact is I got a little bit tired of getting transfers to Michigan, you know, and you know, Rudock was transfer who ended up playing pretty well for us and did really well for us. And given the fact, and then obviously a corn coming in and coming in for the injured Wilton Spate and played okay in the first game. And then just literally took a nosedive down on his playability in this offense that Jim Harbaugh runs in. He's a transfer, too, from Houston, and I didn't think Houston ran the exact same system in Michigan, so maybe that's why he struggled, but um, obviously the terrible O-line that Michigan had. But, you know, I kind of grew a little bit sour of Michigan constantly trying to get transfers and bringing them in and having them try to learn the system within a year. And a lot of transfers kind of come in, and they only – you know, maybe they, they're second stringers and then they kind of move themselves up to be the starter. If somebody gets hurt. And, you know, I had reservations about it. I just, I didn't want to, I want to develop the guys we have. I think we have some, you know, Peters is here and he's, he played pretty well. Um, you get, uh, obviously McCaffrey's here and he's heard he's doing really, really well and learning the playbook really. And then we had Milton who I actually think is probably one of the better quarterbacks, the more athletic one out of all and just develop those guys and, and see what happens. And then, you know, you get Shea coming in and the thing is about Shea is a little bit interesting is, is, is Jim Harbaugh didn't even actually offer Shea Patterson a, a, a scholarship and it, it, he went to, it went to Peters. And that's, what's so interesting about this is Patterson coming in and uh, working with Harbaugh when those two had a mutual interest in each other. But, uh, and that's what I was talking about. Jim Harbaugh and this whole judgment, you know, does he have the right judgment? No doubt he can coach, but does he have the right judgment in taking Peters over Patterson? I don't know. Um, but I think Shea coming in, and developing himself with this system right away, I think is a good thing for Michigan. So I'm kind of like going back on what I said um, because he is that good and he's very mobile. He's kind you of, can't do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know you can't go. But you know, and I look at you know, I looked at uh, looked at some film, looked at some tape. He's got escapability. He uh, he is similar in the way Aaron Rodgers moves. You know, and and. He can make plays happen when they break down, and that's probably what you're going to need at Michigan if they don't get this whole line fixed. But, um, uh, you know, the injury might be a little concerning. You know, I know he's healthy, but uh, that'll happen. Do I, do I think he'll start right away? I do. I think he will. Um, he'll have, you know, he's coming in. He'll have about two years um, here if he wants to. And uh, I think he will either push Peters or Peters would push him, and I think it's a good thing. I think what will happen is it might be Jim Harbaugh's best coaching uh, coming up is if he can keep all of those quarterbacks here at Michigan. That's the key is if he can keep Milton, McCaffrey, Peters, and Shea here, all quarterbacks stay here and don't transfer out. That 
right there, I'll, I'll be very, very surprised at because, you know, you know how quarterbacks are, you know, they, they want the limelight. Some want the limelight. They go, Hey, you know what? Why do I need to be stuck here when I can start somewhere else? And that would be the interesting thing. So, but I think Shea Patterson coming to Michigan is a great thing. I think most Michigan fans are coming around and they're seeing it. Um, I think he'll start. I think he brings a lot of, uh, great things to the receiving core, um, and escapability. And we'll see if, you know, Jim Harbaugh is going to develop them the way, um, he thought he intended to in the very beginning. So we'll see. Yeah. I was just going to get to that and ask you what your thoughts were on that. I, um, I mean, if you look at this year even and pray to God that it doesn't happen again, but we used three quarterbacks this year. Yeah. So, oh, I so I don't really see a problem with it. I mean, I know that there are some of those who are, and you kind of brought it up too, about being the idea of being loyal to the players that you have and things like that. But then also this is a unique situation too with uh, this player who had the potential of coming to Michigan before um, and then all the mess that's going on with Ole Miss and, and then getting him up here to Michigan. Um, so I don't think that you're going to see this all the time with Harbaugh. Not saying that's not going to happen again, but I don't think it's going to happen all the time. But with, uh, at quarterback, I mean, outside of the offensive line, which – Granted, however much blame you might want to put on the offensive line for the lack of production at quarterback, it, you know, it was a huge issue slash need this year at that position. Yep. So, and like I said, we are, we went through three quarterbacks this year. So essentially, I mean, if you bring with bringing Shea in, you have him and then Peterson and McCaffrey because I, I don't think and I don't see any way that Milton would uh, right. see the field uh, being a freshman and everything. So yeah. with those three and everything, I I don't see it all that bad. Mm-hmm. But then again, of course, like I'm not a player. I, I, every player is going to react differently to it, and it will be interesting, just like you said, Craig, if he can keep all the quarterbacks there or not. I wouldn't be too surprised if he does for a year. Sure. Right. Um, and then maybe kind of see and maybe f- feel it out. Honestly, I I think that none of them can go wrong because mm-hmm. being with this staff and especially with Coach Harbaugh, even if it's a year and they're like, you know, this is not for me, this is not working out or something like that, they could transfer to another smaller Division One school or something or maybe somewhere else, whatever, and start. They're going to – it's still going to be beneficial for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I and I, I agree. I think, the, you know, obviously the more quarterbacks you can have, the better. Um, what I worry about maybe is a little bit is on the recruiting trail this year is, you know, does, does it taint Michigan a little bit with Jim Harbaugh saying, hey, you know what, Jim Harbaugh with high schoolers, I mean, are there quarterbacks out there right now, the elite? I'm talking about elite quarterbacks, you know out there that are saying, Hey, you know what? I was thinking about going to, I would love to go into Michigan, but you know what? That Jim Harbaugh guy keeps taking in transfers and, you know, he, you know, meteorocracy going on at Michigan. And I'm not sure I want to be a part of that. And, and you and I both know is I don't think quarterbacks don't want to compete. I think 
you know, we have to face fact that recruiting sometimes quarterbacks, you know, they get a little bit high on themselves and they're like, you know what, I want to go to a place where I, I can start. And if Michigan, if I have to go there and I have to compete, I don't want to do that. You know, just based on I've been touted, I'm the, you know, top five quarterback in the country and I can go anywhere right now and start at any of these teams. Why do I need to go to Michigan? I get, you know, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh is the quarterback guru and he is, but um, that's what I worry about is on the recruiting show. Do you get these low level or these average quarterbacks that come in and then they all compete and beat each other up for the starting job? Um, so that's why I always have this reservation with going, Hey, you know what? You keep getting transfers and then the guys that you did bring in, the four stars, are they ever going to have a chance to win the job? And that makes me a little bit, you know, a little bit leery of it, you know, and I get competition's always great, but, you know, I, I'd like to get an elite quarterback. <laughs> so we'll see if this works out. You know, it's a little bit early, but um, I think this is a great grab for Michigan. I do. Yeah. And I think. And of course, like you, we've already said, everybody thinks differently, and I agree with you that I don't think it's a common thing for quarterbacks not to want competition. But it will be interesting to see. I don't know if anyone will really straight come out and say it, but if this kind of pattern continues at the quarterback position it's going to be a reputation for then at Michigan that not only do you have to compete, which is normal at a lot of places, right. um, but you will also, it will be an added level of competition because not only are you competing against the other players that are recruited every once in a while, like maybe every other year, they're going to be bringing in a transfer. And then that's just an added thing of competition. Cause not only are you going like, cause for instance, uh, McCaffrey's coming in and he has no game time experience. Um, right. So if you're a player that's going to be coming in like McCaffrey, it's just like, well, so you kind of have in your mind, you're going to be competing against the starter or mm-hmm. the players that have game time experience for that starting position. But then if you get a transfer, you have another starter potentially right. Right. just making that uh, competition and taking it to the next level uh, and maybe making it more difficult. So for some that might not bother them. Some, it might be a turn off. Yeah, it'll be, it will be interesting to see moving forward. Like I said, I don't think this is going to be the last of it, it but it, it might be a while before we do it again with Corbeck. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Just to give um, uh, some of the listeners, uh, Shay's um, stats, uh, pretty impressive, uh, and he played seven games in 2017. Uh, he threw for over 2,000, like actually 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, which ranks fifth in the SEC at that time. So, on passing yards, and tied for fifth for touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. Um, the only thing is, is obviously, I think he's a, he's a little gunslinger at times, maybe, and uh, likes to get things done. And I think he's a great leader. At that position, uh, there are a couple of times where he did throw uh, two games where he threw three touchdowns in those games or three interceptions during those games. So, you know, there might be times where he's going to do that. And, you know, you take the good with the bad. But uh, he he puts up big numbers before he got hurt. I think he tore his uh, his 
postural uh, ligament, something like that, his right leg or something like that. Um, so he, uh, he he has good stats, and I think he's going to come right away and compete, and I think it's going to be a good thing. So, But you and I also talked about the very fact is, well, you know, what good are these numbers if you don't have an old line that can even block? So yeah. <laughs> I think you and I are mostly concerned. I'm very I'm, – that's the one thing I'm concerned about. We got this linebacker thing locked up, and remember how many years we had bad linemen? linebacker position and now don brown's got that rolling and kicking tail but now you got an old line that can't block with the darn and that's where i want recruiting to be at and you know and i think getting shea is a great thing to have good quarterbacks back there but also get good linemen that can block and so you and i were talking about the pass block was pretty atrocious this year yeah, I was thinking about saying something about that, and of course, I think we'll spend more time on it uh, with later episodes, probably after the new year. But yeah, that's yeah. Well, I mean, I, it was even said during the the season when games were happening. It's just like you could put uh, you could have put Baker Mayfield back there behind yeah. that offensive line, and he still wouldn't do that well i mean he'd do better probably than what we had what we had in certain games but he it's not like he's going to be a a heisman candidate so behind that offensive line yeah and i mean and do you know and segueing into you know obviously tolbert uh kevin tolbert to being the strength and conditioning coach at michigan and being let go that's you know we're segueing into that but um uh am i surprised yeah not really um I know he's a long, uh, long-term friend with um, Jim Harbaugh at Stanford, and uh, Tolbert has uh, some connections with the Lions. I think he worked there, and and the Forty ers So he goes back a long way with Jim Harbaugh. But um, that right there tells me because he's been on the sidelines with J- Jim Harbaugh and kind of one of those guys that's following him along. And for him, Jim Harbaugh to let him go, what's that say about the strength and the conditioning? of him letting him go and then Jim Harbaugh tweeting out or talking in an interview saying that we've got to improve, we got to get stronger at the O-line position or or just improve, get stronger and 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 really be get goons. You know, that's what he wants. I think he just wants to get better at that. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it tells you what he's doing. Yeah, I don't have a lot of in-depth uh, on that, but my question kind of is, and, and this is – not specifically necessarily with with this situation, but kind of the broader thing. It's just like how I understand in a lot of different things how you can maybe measure if someone's being successful or not. But mm-hmm. strength and condi- conditioning, I mean, unless you're failing really badly. Right. Do you, I don't I, – I, I don't really know how you would – uh, necessarily know that some somebody's or something could be done better, you know. I mean, of course, you know uh, these coaches have been in the game for a long time, and so maybe they uh, see things themselves that could be improved. But like I said, unless you're, that would be if you're doing pretty badly, that would stick out that much. So I, I find that kind of interesting. I mean, of course, it might be just one of those of hey, you know, we need to step it up and we see this as an area that could be improved um, and hope here's to hoping that maybe some other things kind of like that might change. 
outside of strength and conditioning, um, but uh, maybe some coaching personnel, but we'll see. So Yeah, I'm looking, you know, and then just going over some of the things in, you know, Jim Harbaugh has talked about just talking about, you know, we, can, we should we we can do better as a football team and welcoming judgment from others, from everyone. And, and you know, we got to we got to improve, you know, and it, to me, it just seems like there's like these he's throwing out hints out there, like saying that he recognizes he understands he hears the fans, he hears the criticism coming from us or coming from the majority of people out there saying, Hey, you know what? When we're getting whipped by Ohio state and Ohio state linemen is much better than ours. You know, does that go down to the strength and conditioning coach? And, and it was, and I'm guessing if that happens, is there a domino effect? Does it happen when you, now you got Drebnel, is he the next person that's going to be let go? I, I, I don't know. You and I definitely don't know. We don't have the pulse on that, but you and I, have had our criticism with him and in the play calling and what's going on there. And I would assume that he would, but if he doesn't, um, I'd be kind of shocked that if they, he didn't get let go, but um, that's one of those key positions or key coaching staff positions that you really want to, you want to find the right person and you want to find him right away. And I'm wondering if Jim Harbaugh's recognizing, Hey, you know what? We might've had an okay year, pretty good year. I don't think he was happy with it. So Yeah. Now, here's a question for you. And, of course, I know this is just going to basically be kind of an opinion thing. But yeah. do you think that it would be more – well, no, I, I don't know if this is really that great of a question. But I don't know. I um, I was – I don't know well enough offensive lineman ten, technique and everything like that. But I feel like – it's more about the performance and the technique mm-hmm. than right. the strength and conditioning. Right. But okay. I could be wrong because, I mean, I, I don't know how they – if because uh, obviously they have different positions to different things and, uh, to uh, an extent. So I don't know. Uh, I am hoping that you are right, that there is a little bit of a domino effect. I don't think that there's going to be a purging necessary necessarily but f- fingers crossed that maybe yeah. there just might be a little bit more but that's my opinion well yeah and you know obviously uh shay coming here is is quite interesting and in how they work with him and i believe he's he, he went to the same school or he's a classmate or, or ruiz which yeah. kind of helped in that that area. So that'd be really, really interesting to, uh, uh, see how those two do. But, um, um, but yeah, I think it, it, it's going to work out with them here having that competition. I think even Peters might welcome that. I hope he does. Um, I hope he's that kind of kid that says, Hey, you know what? I, I really want that kind of, uh, competition going on here. And, and Jim Harwell making these changes, does that help the quarterback play? Does it help them, realize that hey we're gonna do the right thing here um and getting some guys that can really block and and maintain see and i'm wondering the strength and conditioning coach and to kind of segue back to that again is is it about you know you have talked and you've touted about michigan are they all four quarters team 
Yeah, that's true. What I'm wondering about you know, and I'm wondering your thoughts on. Are we talking about our? It seems to me, and you brought it up with the Wisconsin game. You brought up with a few games, and you kind of honed in on it quite well, as you said. Michigan seems to be the two-quarter team, maybe three, but then they can't seem to finish the games. You know, finish off. You know, put the foot on the neck of teams and win out. Um, and it happened in a couple of games. We had we could have won and we didn't. And I mean, is that is that what you? See, I see that, and that's why he let the coach go. Is like, look, it seems like we just can't seem to keep up with other teams, the big um, teams like Ohio State, even Michigan State, for four quarters or Wisconsin. I mean, yeah, no, that that's that's definitely very possible. The um, the other thing too is, of course, I mean, I mentioned this too when I brought it up last time, is that they Michigan does not last to the end of the season. I mean, I know the end of the season yeah. is Ohio State, and so that's your probably every year the toughest game for you. Yes, every year so far. But still, and then you have Iowa and Wisconsin at the end of the season, so that doesn't help anything. But it still, because um, what was the first year, lost the first game, lost Michigan State, lost Ohio State. Michigan State was in the middle of the season then. The next year, losing <clears throat> uh, Iowa, Ohio State, then Florida State. Right. Then, right. Uh, which those were the last three games of the season. Then this year, it was Wisconsin and um, Ohio State back-to-back. Yeah. So, with... Well, um, you know what? And I want to throw another one out there, and I think it has a lot to do with this too, is you bringing that up and talking about that all year. And you actually talked about it last year too. Um, The very fact is Michigan's schedule this next coming year is brutal. Um, Probably one of, it is probably going to be the hardest college football schedules in in, in all of, in all of college football. I think we're, we're going to have the toughest one just based on the fact we got to play Notre Dame too. So, um, I think Jim Harbaugh's at a point, you know, I, to me, it seems to me that Jim Harbaugh's got these cryptic t- uh, answers and, you know, and I'm not going to get into his head, but I'm going to try to decipher for our listeners what I think what's going on. I think he knows that he, this is, this has to be his year. He knows he has to win. I think he knows his schedule's pretty brutal. And I think he knows that he's got to get the right staff. He's got to get, uh, the right team. He's got to get this offense of ro- this offense rolling. I think that's why he brought in Shea. Um, I think he knows that you know there's a little sense of ur- urgency by him and the staff to win next year and win pretty well and try to get to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Next year is pretty rough. Uh, now hold, hold on. Before I move on, you're saying you feel like Jim Harbaugh knows he has to win. Now, what do you exactly mean by that? Well, I think he, well, just getting to the play, I think he, you know, and I, I think they're baby steps. I think they're small steps to it. And I'm talking about if you don't win the Big Ten, I think that's a loss. I just, you, I, I think he, he knows that he's got a, the team that we saw that petered out, seemed to peter out every year and have a hard time finishing games off all four quarters that they're not, they're not conditioned to play 
it seems like they get tired quickly, especially the offense. They just don't know what to do at times. And if we went into the this year with the same kind of offense and the same conditioning, strength and conditioning that we had, I don't think we we're going to win those games. So I think there's a sense of urgency that Jim Harbaugh's got to win the, the Big Ten title. And, you know, it's a perfect time to do it because, you know, I know uh, Ohio State's breaking in a new quarterback. Um, and we, you know what? That's just me. I just think that Jim Harbaugh knows he's got to win that. I think that's the first step. I'm not talking playoffs. I love that. You know, obviously, I love that. But I think a Big Ten title is not out of, out of reach. I mean, it really isn't. So, Yeah, I, I guess I wasn't um, specific on exactly what I was meaning. And uh, that was a little bit more detailed than what I was going for. But, like, by got to win, because some people yeah. – Obviously, more people. Well, you get some, but more people outside of Michigan than in uh, the Michigan fan base are saying that he's got to win, or else he should get canned and things like that. Yeah, and I don't think that I'm not that kind of guy. You know that about me. And I yeah, and I, I just wanted yeah. you to say that and kind of like yeah. explain it because I knew what you meant, but I yeah. wanted you to. So. Well, I would say if you're not going to win the Big Ten, then you're pretty much what you you you've taken losses from who. Um, pretty much Ohio state, <laughs> you know, you took another loss and that, that, that wears thin. And you know what? I, I wouldn't, I'd still stick with them. But the problem is, is, you know, where the fan base goes, you know, there's a lot of heat going and, um, you can't, lo- you can't lose to Michigan state and you can't lose to, uh, you can't lose to Ohio state again. You just, you can't do it. <laughs> so, but uh, even if you're Jim Harbaugh, you can't do it. No. Yeah, it's – well, the uh, – out. yeah, it's it just looks like the schedule for Michigan is not going to be getting easier for the years coming up. But um, it will be kind of interesting, and we'll, we'll pro- break that down. I mean, usually what we do is after bowl season and everything, we kind of go in and look at uh, the next season early on, and then we look at the next season right before it starts. But, yeah, it's um, – Yeah. It's – yeah, we'll talk about it another time in detail. Yeah. So. Yep. Sure will. Uh, any other things to bring up from this week? Well, obviously, you know, kind of throw out there just because we're talking about the old Miss – you know, recruits coming in. Um, there's a lot of buzz about Old Miss or Michigan getting all these Old Miss guys, you know, just because of sanctions on Old Miss and what's going on. And so we're going in there and sweeping in there and grabbing them all as much as we can. Uh, there are a lot of talented players there. Uh, I know uh, Deontay Anderson, at, he was pretty much going to come to Michigan, but it looks like his, uh, looks like academics. Academics is going to keep him from coming here. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, he's a safety. Uh, he's a sophomore safety. In fact, I think when he transferred to Michigan, I think he would have been able to start. So um, he's not going to be able to come here because based on just trans, he can't he can't get any transcript clearance to come here. So through the admissions office. So that's you know recruitment will keep continuing. So. <laughs> And that's unfortunate. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the only news I know. Trumbull tomorrow, the tight end for uh, Old Miss, too. Um, 
should make the decision. I'm not guessing it'll be uh, Michigan only because of the fact we have Mohammed come. He's here, and um, I'm not going to hold my breath for that. But it'd be cool if we got him. He's a pretty good tight end too. So, but yeah, that's a few things coming out of Old Miss or Old Michigan. Yeah, as people have been saying. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not sure how to feel about that, but it's pretty clever. You get some clever people out there, man. Oh yeah. If uh, if you don't think about it right or think of it right away, somebody else will. Yeah. So better jump on it. Yep. So, but yeah, there you go. Um, and obviously on to uh, talking about uh, some of the awards and Mo uh, Mohurst getting uh, getting the. What is it? He got second team All American, which is really cool for uh, for the best defensive lineman. So, and well, well, well deserved. In fact, I think he should have been first team. <laughs> um, but uh, he he's he's going to be in the first round. He's going to go in the first round. He is just a beast. Um, congratulations to him. Um, probably going to go down one of the best defensive linemen in Michigan history. That's how good he is. And to me, I thought he was robbed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially when they put Bosa in there and just, just the stats don't compare. But um, yeah, Mohurst going to do really, really well in the draft and some teams going to get a great player. So um, uh, congratulations to him. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was rough. Now, um. Then I I can't remember. I I think you and I were talking about. So I don't know if we talked about it on this yet. But the uh, Chase Winovich is still okay. not saying if he's coming back yeah. or not. And that's a good. That's a good 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 question or a good thing to talk about. So yeah, and um, and then but he is saying that he's going to be in the bowl game. So. Right. And that's the thing is, that's great. And you know, I you know, obviously, I love that Winovich back. <laughs> you know, and I, I don't. I think he's going to go into the NFL, which I don't blame him. He's he's fantastic. He's he can't. I'm not sure he can get any higher. <laughs> so, and going through that Jake Butt thing, you know, I think he's looking at hey, hey, you know what? My time at Michigan's great, but you know, I need to think. <laughs> think bigger picture here. So uh, wish him luck if he does. But uh, that's the thing is the big question to you is, and to our fans is to start or not to start. That's the question. Yeah. So, well, I, um, I think, I think I, because I mean, you got to think about some of the things that he's thinking about. It's not just like, Oh, do I want to come back and play another year? You know, it's like this team was really was really good last year. I mean, there were some huge issues and everything that kept him from being amazing, but the defense was fantastic and the offense was basically an offensive line away from, you know, keeping their quarterbacks healthy and doing who knows what. So, you know, he he's going to be looking and thinking about that. Uh, he got to be thinking about the opportunity, like you were saying, winning the Big Ten, beating Ohio State, uh, chance of playing Notre Dame again. Uh, yep. for games like that. So I can't imagine. I mean, yeah, it's definitely got to be difficult. Not saying that any of those things outweigh the potential of what he could make in the NFL, but just um, just some uh, parts of the equation there that you know that he's thinking through. So, 
Yeah, I mean, just you know, if you even look at his just bringing up his stats is incredible. You know, going from 2015 starting having like two solo tackles to 2007, he had 35. It's crazy, and then 35 assists and. I mean, and 18 tackles for a loss, crazy good, good stacks, eight and a half sacks. I mean, he was just balling this year from a, from my kid. who's just, you know, I wasn't sure what to think of, you know, I thought he was a good player. I didn't think he was great, but he went from a good player to great player. And that's just tells you how Don Brown used uh, what he could. And man, he did a great job with him. He's just a fantastic player. And uh, I, I wish he'd come back, but um uh, um, but, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta think about the money, man. Sometimes you gotta think about the, the bigger picture at this time. So, yeah, yep, for sure. So, um, might be a little bit shorter for an episode this week. Any, anything else kind of to review or go over, but no, just, uh, obviously, you know, you, you and I went through that whole week of you know, the whole rivals kind of uh, going after Michigan and talking about Michigan and going after old Miss players and Michigan State giving us crap and, and Coach D'Antonio going after Jim Harbaugh and even Ohio State chiming in on Michigan getting old Miss. And I'm like, you know what? Why Why do you guys care? <laughs> why do you care what we do? It, it, it still boggles my mind that a team who, who continues to think, you know, we don't talk about, you know, we don't, you're you're irrelevant, but we are relevant regardless if you we win or not. It's not the point. The point is, is you constantly trolling us about who we're getting at Michigan tells you that we're still relevant. <laughs> so, yeah, but. I couldn't tell you anybody that's going to Michigan State. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. T- I take that off. Uh, I take that back. I take that back. Uh, there, well, uh, offhand, I'm forgetting his name, but there was a player that. Somebody I know through Twitter or something is related to, or mm, okay, I don't know. There was somebody I was aware of, and it was, um, and yeah, I just noticed that they committed and whatnot, and that's it. Yeah, so, and no, no offense to the player or anything, but it's not like a star player or anything, but it's just because of uh, related association. So, but yeah, the whole obsession is just. It's it's quite interesting, and like you said, you and I are 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 you know we're on social media, we're active on there, but we you and I really don't at times attack or go on other people's tweets who are Ohio State or Michigan State fans, and we go after them literally. We don't do it quite often. I mean, once in a while we might throw a jab here and there, but not all the time. And some of these. Rival fans, it's just anytime we make a move or you know, Jim Harbaugh blows his nose, it's like they're there and they're talking about it. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, the way that I operate is definitely, I, I usually don't bother calling anybody out or doing anything or, you know, sending anything directly to anybody because the main reason I'm on social media is to talk to Michigan fans and to stay informed and to share things, whatever. I'm not there to troll or to talk to other people. When I make fun of things, it's like me telling a joke to my friends. I'm not going to the person I'm, you know, cracking a joke about and telling them the joke. I'm saying it with my friends, not saying that's necessarily nice to say thing behind people's backs and 
all that, but that that's not what I'm getting at. But basically, it's just kind of like then when somebody sees that and calls me out on that, the only reason they know that is because they're uh, because either uh, because basically they're following me. Right. I'm not going out of my way to send somebody something. They're coming to me and finding it. So it's just like then that's on them if they see it. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it is interesting, but yeah, you and I don't really get involved in that. We talk about Michigan most of the time and we should and and what we need to do to improve and and I think Jim Harbaugh is doing that. I really think, you know, he's serious and I think he's serious if you look at some of his interviews, go take a look at him and I think he knows that hey, you know what? This is we got to get we got to get going, and and I think he knows that. And I think we got the right coach. I think we got a good quarterback coming in, and I think a lot of things are gonna look up for Michigan and um, and, and next year. So, and what what'll be key is where the recruiting goes after this. You know, like I said, I go, I I certainly would love to see oh nothing but old linemen <laughs> recruited from the next time. Just get like ten of them. I don't care. And just put them all up there, and the best man wins the job. So, but uh, you know, we got got to get got to get blockers, got to get some good blocking going on, some uh, strength, and and like you said, you know, whatever Wisconsin's doing, mimic that. <laughs> so, yeah, they've they're growing up, them out there in Wisconsin. So, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's in the water or something. So. Yeah. But. Well, uh, yeah, one, one last thing with the social media thing. I, um, it's not like I have the attitude of holier than thou, but for me, and especially now more than ever, I just don't want to take time talking to people I don't want to. Yeah. So yes. I don't want them, I don't want them talking to me and especially right now. And, and that's part of the thing too. I'm not, not saying at, at all that it's kind of like an embarrassed uh, embarrassment thing with Michigan, but it's just kind of like also too, it's like, we don't have a lot of room to talk with mm-hmm. the people that we want to talk smack to the most. I mean, I'll right. still get into the ones that I, uh, I know and some of those fans that I know and I'm around in my life and everything, but yeah. Anyways. So I don't know where I was going with that. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Have you been, uh, You've been working your tail off, so anybody doesn't know, Caleb's been falling asleep on me once in a while. Uh, well, you know, you might want to be careful with how you word that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I, I have been falling asleep on the job. Well, right. not my not my real job, on the sportscast job. Right, right, yes. right. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, that that literally happened last night. We we were going to record, and I sat down a half an hour before we were going to record on the couch, and I woke up over an hour later so yeah because Caleb's very good at responding back to me right away but then i said no i said either way he's either falling asleep or he's having a really big argument with his wife <laughs> that's you know what i mean or he's got or you know you got the little ones or their kids are just you know going crazy or they're sick or something's going on that's taking you away something so i narrowed it down to those three things and yeah, end up being one of them at least. <laughs> yeah, usually when it's the kids, I'm able to let, give you a heads up. But right. yep. So uh, we still brought you the episode this week. It's a little bit later than normal. It'll be here Thursday. So um, yeah. if you're in Michigan or actually anywhere that it's been the snowstorm, uh, be safe, drive safe, uh, stay warm, 
And yep. uh, remember, this is Michigan, and it's just the beginning, and it's still a sad and depressing part of the year, in my opinion, but because it's just too long. Anyways, but we will, uh, we're getting things because actually next week, I think, will be our episode before Christmas because Christmas is Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. I'm not sure. So there's next week and then the next week is Christmas. So that that episode will probably come out later. So I don't know if we'll have something ready for a, a Christmas special or not, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on man. And, uh, next few days, hopefully get this wrapped up and maybe be able to dive back into things. But we thank you guys for tuning in, uh, with us again this week. And we will be, um, sending more your way each and every week. We'll finish things off, as always, with Go Blue. Go Blue.